Nisha Williams didn't have an artistic bone in her body. Then a serious spill on the ice changed her life. We're talking about a life-altering accident. Today, Disha's making art and making waves. Art is important for me because I feel 100% comfortable when I'm working. I used to be afraid to show my art to people. I wouldn't let anybody see anything. I got a studio and I kept my blind shut. But something's happened where I feel like it's important to show people what has been given to me, what has been put in my brain. It's not my job or my business what people think about it. I just feel like I have to make art. A lot of your story is compelling from the standpoint of rising from the ashes. You've basically created a second life after a serious accident. Tell us about that. Well, I had an accident about a little over eight years ago. I fell on the back of my neck and had a brain injury. I could have died from it. I pretty much thought my life was over. My mother told me that my behavior had changed. I had changed. It took me about a year to figure out that my brain actually did change. I started sketching things in this little blue book I carried around with me, and I wasn't sure why. It didn't make any sense. I wasn't an artist before the accident. I was just compelled to start sketching, and I had a whole book full of these little sketches. I wasn't sure what they were. I thought maybe it was art, but I wasn't an artist. Until one day, I was uh, walking, happy to be alive, because my accident was pretty bad. I came across a, a spot in the forest where there was a tree down. On one side of the tree, it was dark. The other side of the tree, it was light. And I just had this moment of, oh my gosh, okay, so all these things I'm sketching actually need to be applied with light. Um, and I'd just like to describe what happened to me is I now see the world in high contrast. Um, light is brighter, dark is darker, colors are more vivid, and that's a result of the accident. And your art really reflects that. There are contrasts. There are lots of bright, bright hues paired against other bright hues. And you actually work in the dark. You'll create this windowless environment and then work from there to incorporate light. If you see something in the light and then you turn the lights off, it looks completely different in the dark. And what I'm trying to do with my art is show you how something actually could look in a different light. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And those who will check out your link will see what this looks like, how you actualize this. I mean, you could have kept just sketching, and sketching alone is very therapeutic. This is an evolution. Yeah, I've been told that my sculptures or wall installations, whatever you want to call them, actually look like they are breathing. So when I make my art, if I'm painting, I think of the paint as the skin, the housing, or the plexiglass material I like to use as the bones. And the lighting part, like the cord, would be like an organ. And when I light it up, it actually starts breathing. So I, I feel like I'm almost giving life to my pieces. I love how you're doing this, too. So you, you will use, for those of 
the folks who are maybe driving listening to this, but maybe are not looking at your art per se or haven't seen your art yet, there's a lot of it where you are using translucent material. You talk about the plexiglass and then illuminating from within, like especially with your box pieces. Yes. And I, I don't use paintbrushes. I use rulers. Why is that? I don't like paintbrushes. <laughs> I like, I actually have an army of rulers I use. I have all kinds of different rollers. Um, I like straight lines, and I really like squares. Um, they're not cubes. I, I think of them as boxes because boxes hold things, and my boxes hold light. I love that. I'm, I'm looking at some of these pieces as we're talking, and, yeah, you're using definitely geometric shape uh, as a premise here. Uh, I, I take that you're using rulers, and I, you have such an arsenal of different types of rulers. Tell us about that. Well, um, I have my L rulers. I have different size. I have multiple sizes of those. That's what I generally, um, I don't, I paint, but I, I, I call it manipulating the paint. So I put different colors on top of different colors. I spread it with the rulers and I put some more color. It's just this whole process I have. And almost always I'm listening to music. So whatever I'm listening to dictates the color or the patterns. So I almost see my paintings in music. I almost see colors in the music. I want to pull this back to the point of your injury only from the standpoint that I know there are many listeners who don't spring back from a devastating injury to create a whole new artistic life. Again, I'm going to reiterate, you were not artistic before this accident. Now art is just spewing from you. Do you see that as something spiritual? I look at it as divinely inspired. It came to me, and I could not do it. It was something I had to do. And I actually don't know where a lot of this comes from. It's just in my brain. And the crazy thing is I can build it the way I see it in my brain. And I've never done this before, and I don't know where it's coming from. A lot of this is trial and error. I didn't know how to build anything before I started. I didn't know how to um, mix paint. So this is all kind of a learning experience. I'm looking at some pictures of you standing with your art at some of your showings, and I think to myself, I wonder if Disha ever envisioned herself being accepted as an artist. You know, it's it's one thing to make art, but you're you're showing in galleries. These are people who have panel juries who's, who are selecting your art. Did you ever imagine this level of artistic recognition? No. Uh, if you would have told me 10 years ago I'd be making art, I would think that you were insane. Um, <laughs> but it's it's something that I have to do. I feel it's almost like um, I used to exercise a lot. I was very physical before my accident. And that's another reason I thought my life kind of was over. Um, you know, I, I couldn't swim the way I used to swim or do um, ex terras or mountain bike or I played rugby before I got hurt. And I used to get um, this amazing feeling from exercising. And now I get that exact feeling from being in my art studio and just losing track of time and space. So the injuries included some physical as well as there were cognitive issues. Just can you go down the list briefly of what happened? Physically, um, I'm not as strong as I used to be. I used to be very strong. My balance, I'll never have my balance back 100% like I used to. I used to have great balance. Now I kind of can topple over sometimes. And cognitively, I have a hard time with word choice or my word choice selection. 
that never happened before. I have to actually really, really think about what I'm trying to say. It's almost like I have this screen inside of my brain and the words are just going across and I'm just looking for them. Mm-hmm. What, what, do you feel that there's something being translated there through the art? Okay, so maybe now word access issues are a little bit more prevalent. By the way, they're prevalent for all of us as we're aging. And now a new form of communication is emerging. And you are incorporating words in your art too. Yes. Yes, I, I use words because um, I think words are powerful. I use stamps uh, to cover an entire wall. And people ask why don't you just have that printed out? But I can't actually make it feel like it's alive unless I actually do all the work myself. That's it right there. There we go. Stop the hate. Uh, yeah, so, stop the hate, stop the hate, stop the hate. I rem- This piece of yours reminds me, you must have like hundreds of these across this piece. Uh, this piece reminds me of something I saw in Provincetown about two decades ago, which enthralled me. And someone, an artist, had created a similar repetition of words, uh, each each the exact same font and size. And the message was, let it go, let it go, let it go. And this, too, is just as powerful. That was from my last piece, and I did it. It was on the Pulse nightclub shooting, and it simply says, stop the hate, and was therapeutic. I felt like I was stamping out hate. There's a lot of interactivity here. And you're really aiming for that. In fact, when we spoke about this, you said you are making your art more and more interactive. So give us an example with uh, I Saw the Light. That was my interpretation of my life story. You know, I I didn't want it just to be a flat thing on the wall. I want people to be able to talk to it. Because if you come talk to me, I'll talk back to you. Um, (laughs) You know, and it just kind of reflected my personality. I have a lot to say. I like to talk. It was like a deconstructed portrait of myself. So if I just go up to the piece and start talking, the lights will move to my voice? Yes, and to music. And I I also like to use music with my pieces, with sound activation. It makes it almost like it's dancing. There's a lot of engineering going on here. Yes. So that, too, you had to teach yourself? Yes, I had to. That trial and error, I had to read about all kinds of different mechanical things and how to just how how to get this thing I saw in my head to be actually something that was on a wall. Again, a, a testament to the fact that you are willing to start from scratch, learn new things, teach yourself new things, and go on this path. You've suggested this is less about bravery and more about what you've been driven to do. Almost like this wasn't a choice. It was not a choice. And I did fight it. I did fight it. But I, I found somebody who helped me who was an artist. And I, she's my, my mentor. She said, just start small. And the more I did it, the more I enjoyed it and the more I needed to do it. Art is important for me because I feel 100% comfortable when I'm working. I used to be afraid to show my art to people. I wouldn't let anybody see anything. I got a studio and I kept my blind shut. But something's happened where I feel like it's important to show people what has been given to me, what has been put in my brain. And, you know, it's, it's, not my, it's not my job or my business what people think about it. I just feel like I have to make art. So you would do this even if no one saw it? Oh, yes, definitely. 
but I've I've gotten really comfortable because you know it's I feel like it's something that people need to see and I'm not sure why um it's not typical it's not your typical art show my shows aren't typical they're very interactive it's like four or five paintings in one painting divine inspiration what do you mean by that where is this coming from I really don't know it was given to me by something because it just appeared in my brain and it keeps appearing in my brain and I'm not sure where it came from but what I know is wherever it came from it needs to be let out Deisha Williams thank you so much for joining us thank you check out Deisha's work at DeishaWilliamsArt.com